Hello, hello, well, 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 wherever you are, wherever you are, welcome to the pub. Uh, it's a very quiet uh, booth tonight, it's just me and Parker here, but um, we still have a great time, you know, there we go. Um, and while we're talking about boozers and we're talking about beer, we're going to start with a random fact this week. We are going to start with a beer tier list. As you may have heard, I've been in the States, uh, I was in the States the last 10 days, uh, drinking American beers. And I've gone on and ranked them. And there's a bit of controversy here. I know some people love them. But let's go Let's go for the tiers. Let's go for the tiers. Bottom tier. This is potentially the worst beer I think I've ever had in my life. And people love it. Tyler, Taylor Henneke likes it. Bush Light. <laughs> the Bush Latte. Bush. Oh, it just tastes like... Well, I want, if I want a beer or a drink of any kind, I want some flavour to it. And Bush Light... Kind of has a little bit of a punch to it. Fair enough, but just is just. It's just. It's, it's one above it. water for you, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's one <laughs> above water. It's it's not great, you know. And the tier above that, pretty bad beers. Cause like, accepted as bad beer. Samuel Adams, like the original Samuel Adams, that was horrible. And Meta High Life, that's my first. Oh, sorry, I had that out of a can in Green Bay, and I was like. Ooh. Oh, this is just, this is disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I tell you, the the Miller High Life. If you get the forty, like the the forty ounces of it, okay. You put some orange juice in it. You got a brass <laughs> monkey. Okay. Orange juice. <laughs> uh, That's quite funny. Yeah. Coors Light. It's it's good to chug. You can put mm. it in a funnel, right? Back in college, you yeah. used to do that. But yeah, uh, yeah it's not like oh, let me let me see what we have on draft here. Give me a Coors. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's like you. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to enjoy a cause like, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's not the first yeah. thing I'm reaching for. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Samuel Adams is terrible. I I genuinely worry about people who like Samuel Adams. What's wrong with you? <laughs> um, C tier. I mean, this is okay. It's okay. It's like the Kirk Cousins of beers. But like, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. Bob Weiser. You know, it was actually, you know, it was okay. It was actually kind of, it was good, actually. It should be a B tip, actually. And then Corona Extra, it's just box standard. Corona's just so standard. I feel like everywhere it is just has a, it's, it's good, but it's like, ugh. You put a little lime in it? Did you get the lime in there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah you got that, that pick, that takes it over a little bit, but I'm yeah. with you. If we just take beer with nothing else on it, it's like, uh, mm. all right, mm. it's on this tier. I agree with you. But heavy. I do like a good, you know, Bud Diesel in there for occasionally, but mm. I, I'm with you. Like, it's okay, but I think it fits perfectly C, C, C tier list. I've, I've looked at your list C, D, and F. C, D, and maybe C, D, E, E. Where do you have F on there? Wait, there's no, there's no E. Whoever made this list is an idiot because he hasn't put E on there. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone straight from D to F. That's how I, bad. I, I like it. That's how bad Bush is. <laughs> All right. And then yeah. B tier. We're getting on to the Harvey higher echelons. We've only got one beer in this tier. That's uh, Lagoita's IPA. It's got a nice kick to it, but it hasn't... It's still not... It's like... It's got a kick to it, but you can taste the alcohol, you know? It's not... Exactly. It's, it's Yeah, it's not smooth enough to be a very good beer. That makes sense. Yeah. Lagunese, they do they do a lot of good other stuff too, not just their IPA, mm. but yeah, I think their IPA is like their 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 golden standard for them. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then we're getting to the top level now. Second top tier, we've got Blue Moon, uh, Ultra. I can't remember the the first name of it. Michelob. That cute. And then Miller Light, um, yeah. Blue Moon and Miller Light. I was both enjoying very much in in Lambeau Field. Um, actually, I quite like Miller Light. Actually, Blue Moon pretty good and. The ultra beer. Uh, I remember popping into the original Hooters and ha- drinking on that. I think yeah. I was maybe putting up there just for the because I was on Hooters. To be honest, I was having a cracking time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rightfully so. <laughs> yeah, damn uh, right. And then the elite of the elite. This is, I mean, what's the elite? This is the goats of American beer. Goose IPA was absolutely quality beer. Everywhere I went, I'll get in there. And Modelo with the Modelo with the lime inside the beer, even in a pint glass. Yeah. Oh. oh. Did you have so the Modelo cool. Negro or did you just have just the, a, a, a special? Just as it is, yeah. But what with yeah. the lime? But yeah. Nice. Parker, nice. Parker, which beer is are you moving? Which one am I moving? Yep. So it, it, you're going to come for me. It's the same Adams, but it's the winter lager. So it's better than their Boston Lager. It's it's okay. a good little mix up. Yeah, dude, I, I actually like your list. Now your A tier, the the second 
to the top yeah. looks like Fitz Simmons wrote this thing for you. Blue, oh, really? Miller Lite, Michelob Ultra. Like that's his top three. Like if I if I have to choose a beer for Fitz, it's always those three. Like all right, there you go. Uh, Miller Lite. I guess it's just you Packers fans, man. You guys that's just love is. Miller Lite. Well, yeah. I think Miller's from Milwaukee, isn't it? It it's is. What, it's yeah, from Wisconsin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. But yeah, I remember like sophomore year of college, they came out with the Vortex bottle next, and it's supposed Ooh. to make it go down smoother. It, it didn't that. work. It, it it went down smooth anyways. But yeah. Mm. Um, I, I like this list a lot, Matt. You know, did you try all these beers here in the states? I tried them all in the states. Um, sometimes out of a can, sometimes out of a bowl, and sometimes in a glass. But yeah, I made sure I tried them in the states. I mean, there was on the list. I also had a Guinness and Stella while over there, but it doesn't really count. I'm not gonna put yeah. You're not gonna put a Guinness on there. But to be fair, <laughs> I had a Guinness in Madison, and it was actually a pretty good Guinness. It was uh, it was good. That's good. Yeah, I like a good Guinness too. Mm. Uh, dude, I, I like this list a lot. Let's talk about your trip real quick. We got some time. It's just you and me chopping it up. But like, oh. yeah, like you went to two Packers game, a Badgers game, and a Bucks game, dude. How was those four experiences for you? It's just crazy. Um, I mean, my brother is a Cowboys fan, which I've mentioned a few times. And yeah. Yeah. just to beat the Cowboys in overtime was hilarious. Um I mean, think of all the games I to go to as your first game, and it's and it, I was just so lucky that I got to see that the Cowboys blow a fourteen point lead in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter, and Tony Pollard was literally unstoppable. Like he was so good in that game, and just just got to Mike McCarthy. All you got to do is run the ball for one quarter, and you essentially win the game. And Dak Prescott just played so bad and kept overthrowing, underthrowing. Pretty bad game for Bob for Dak. Um, and the Titans game, I always felt that we were in the game until the very end. But I will say our pass defense was so bad. I mean, we made Ryan Tannehill look like fucking Joe Mantado. It was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I mean, we stopped Derek Henry a lot. But yeah. I will say, scenes Derek Henry in person... I don't think I've ever been so impressed by a, by a human being, by physically. He's an absolute beast. Just a specimen. Just absolute specimen. Like yeah. there was this big screenplay which he has, I think, for fifty yards, um, and you see him running down that field. I'm like, how the fuck do you stop this guy? Because he looks like an elephant running at people. You know, <laughs> it's just, how do you? Yeah, incredibly impressed by Derek Henry. Shame he didn't beat the Titans, but. If it had given me the Cowboys win and lost to the Titans, I'd have taken it all day long. Yeah. Hey, absolutely. Out. And the way they came back, I was ready to write you boys off. And I was like, man, Matt, I'm I'm sorry. Your first Packers experience is like this here on Lambeau Field. Mm. Dang, that's tough. And then yeah. all of a sudden you came out and we're like, yo, Matt's magic, Matty magic. I just can't believe it. It's a credible win to come back. It was it was brilliant. Um, yeah. A shame we lost the Titans. Shame that we are dead. Uh, but you know, Aaron Rodgers is probably playing with a broken thumb. So that's a actual legit thing. He's actually got a legit excuse to play so bad. Yeah, we'll give it to him. We'll give it to him. Um, Bucks, but, Badgers games. How's your first American <laughs> basketball experience over there? Yeah. So don't go from watching the Milwaukee Bucks play the Atlanta Hawks to watching a college <laughs> game because the <laughs> yeah. difference in standard is absurd. It is ridiculous. Um, I will say one thing about the Bucks game. There's just didn't seem to be any, even though they were losing and Atlanta Hawks played amazing. That Trey Young's a fucking unbelievable player. Giannis. I was excited to see Giannis play, but he's a professional basketball player and literally can't hit a free throw. It is. If you're literally, how are you getting paid millions of pounds a year? and literally can't hit a free throw. It's right. But, but you are an apps, another, another absolute specimen of this game. Dude. Giannis. Yeah absolute specimen but i will say i think about baseball about basketball this doesn't seem to be any urgency or any the fans just didn't care because i mean i mean I'm, the bucks are about to play another 60 games you know? yeah yeah exactly like the it, the, it was quite like it wasn't a full house mm-hmm. even though they're very two very good teams i'd say it's probably about four fifths full um yeah, it just seemed like it was a good atmosphere. It was good. 
it was a great game. It was a good game. Um, Thirty-one dollars for two beers. <laughs> Thanks. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but watching the badges was fun. Watching the badges was real fun. Even though the standard was bad, you sort of get to enjoy like defense a bit more. And when they actually score, is actual thing. And you know they're playing for, you know, their, their careers really at that point. Um, yeah. Playing for yeah. careers, and then for them, every game kind of matters. It, mm. it matters that seeding and, and trying to get in. Where NBA, there's so many games, you can lose one, you could lose a few along the way, and it doesn't hurt you. It's not that playoff atmosphere. I mean, yeah, I mean, NBA teams go into playoffs with losing records. Yeah, they play oh. yeah. 70, 80 games. I just you need to. They seem like they play for playing reason, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all about money, man. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we all know that. Everyone yeah. here knows that, unfortunately. But, <laughs> yeah, I just wish that, you know, we could really, you know, games have a genuine feeling about them, genuine matter to them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, Matt, I, I wish we could have gone up there and see you, but it sounds like you had one hell of a time. Oh, dude. great times. Like, oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, and the weekend, the final weekend, I had a weekend in Chicago. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> what else did I do? I was. I went up to a place called Crivets, Wisconsin. Probably one of the most rural places I've ever been to in my life. Uh-huh. And I just loved random going into a, a random bar, and they were like, "Why is this this fucking English guy here? Like, what's going on here?" <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Like, where is literally this guy? Literally in the middle of nowhere. Literally went over there. It was fun. Shot my That's first wild. gun. Shot my first gun. That was very cool. Yeah. I see why people get guns now because you're addicted fun. now, right? Oh, it's a fucking <laughs> drug. It's yeah. adrenaline rush. And yeah, it was very cool. I can't wait to go back again because I will go back again. Um, Green Bay are playing the v- Vegas next year. So Ooh. go to Lambeau, go to Vegas, go to Vegas and go to Lambeau. So that's like the next, next big, big trip. But yeah, yeah, I mean. You plan yeah. this out and we're, we're all going to do the trip together. We'll have a, we'll have a, we'll have a pub trip, baby. Oh. Let's do this. Oh, that'd be unbelievable. I'm I just, up. yeah, I mean, I need to go back because I didn't see a Badgers game, like a Badgers football game. That is Oh, that's pretty special, yeah. Yeah, and Madison's a really cool place, actually. Um, and it's true what they say about Green Bay. There is nothing to do there. <laughs> the stadium and nothing. It's oh, a very ugly city. Yeah, that's that's what Fitzy just said. Yeah, a very ugly city. But it was great to go. Great to go have a tour around the stadium. Got some Packers merch. Very happy. Very happy to talk to random people. Uh, yeah. It was, it, it was so fun. It was so fun. That's dope, man. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like, you know, when you you go to a place with someone, you just generally can't believe that you're there. I remember yeah. just, like, standing outside Lambeau Field going, am I actually here? Like, for so <laughs> yeah. many years, I've dreamt about coming here and thought about coming here, and then I'm actually here. It's ridiculous. That's dope. That's yeah. cool, man. You go yeah. down, you got to kiss the ground a little bit. No, I was kidding. <sighs> oh, well, yeah, maybe. You, you toured the field. Did you do your own little Lambo leap? Did you get You're not allowed to... to do it. You're not allowed to do the Lambo leap. Oh, You're not allowed man. to go in the grass. You're not allowed to go in the field, which, fair enough, I get that. But, like, yeah. I want to do the Lambo leap. Like, yeah. I, it's high, but I feel like I could get myself up there and then push myself up on top. Exactly. It'd oh. be, yeah, I was, I was generally disappointed about that. That was the bad thing about the tour. Um, oh. I, yeah, I've done it now. Hey, exactly. You, you yeah. got to see some cool stuff that only a few people get to yeah. see anyway. So that's cool. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, it's very cool. Wisconsinites are very cool. Very lovely people. Um, it's funny that their culture is essentially based on drink driving. Um, <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. Just people just getting blitz drunk, just get their cars. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> this is wild. Yeah, <laughs> this is wild. Extra seatbelt on now. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm your Uber driver. I've only had a case tonight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I like literally got I was saying with my mate and we got super drunk uh the Friday night before the, the Friday night, the night before, and then we drive to a pub to get some food and she orders a bloody Mary. And I'm like, we're we're gonna about to drive for an hour north here. What, what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, it was it's, got, it's got tomato juice and I'll be fine. Exactly. It's a yeah. exactly. Nah, yeah, I I loved it up there. Um I love being a Wisconsin night now. Um because of course I am. Um and just the attention my accent, the absolute attention my accent gets is ridiculous. But it, it's good and bad. Like if I'm hungover and I'm grumpy, 
and I just want to have a short conversation. I literally cannot have a short conversation. <laughs> That's when you got throwing the 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 American accent as best. Yeah, you can. yeah, exactly. It's like if I want to buy, if I try to buy some, I try to buy some ga- um, gas. Oh God's sake! I try to buy some petrol. Um, <laughs> and I was like, put the petrol in. Blah 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 blah. Went to the store, got some water, got some food. And like, oh my God, where are you from? I'm like, oh God's sake! I'm from England. Blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, yeah, but. It works the other way when after the Cowboys game, I was sitting at the bar at a girl walks past and I go, oh, hi, how are you? And she goes, uh, are you from? And I just say yes. And then we just start kissing <laughs> like that. It was literally the quickest kiss I've ever got in my life. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, oh, boy, man. Hey, Hello, baby. Thank you very much. It was absurd. Like, a kiss within five seconds. And I was like, I did not know what's happening here. It was quality. That's- with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> it does indeed. It does indeed. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Well, hey, let's talk about some power here. Mm. Your boys look good. England. Yeah. Oh, they look like the real deal. Let's get into the World Cup. Yeah, England played a brilliant game against Iran, but it is Iran. We don't know how whether England are good or Iran are bad, uh, but I'm going to say England good. Um I feel like a lot of teams, a lot of the big boys I've played so far, haven't been played well. Mm-hmm. Um, Netherlands no. struggled to beat Senegal. Uh, Denmark, by big tip, drew to Tunisia. And Argentina lost 2-1 to Saudi Arabia. Big, one of the biggest upsets of all time in all World Cup history. But England are really good. And they've got to play the USA next. And the USA need to get something out of this game. Um, that Wales I mean, game, like, we had it in the bag! One nil, like here we go, and then what? America. Man. I was gen- genuinely really impressed by the states in the first half. You guys played so well, had so many opportunities, and you should have been out of sight. Could have been two or three nil up at halftime, and that's it. Oh, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's it. That's a game. That's a game done. You're probably into the next round, but he didn't take your opportunities. And Gareth Bell didn't ha- had a very quiet game, but scored a penalty. He got fouled in the box, scored a penalty. That that was it. And then you were saying, well, I've got to, got, to, got to beat Iran. You're both yeah. looking at each other's fixtures. And, and yeah, you're thinking, all right, if you beat him by six, I got to beat him by seven at least. Mm. Like, it's it, it's wild. And I will say one. Yeah, yeah, go on. No, 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 I just, I'm just no, thinking. No, I, like, I was going to go on to the England-USA game. Okay. The, the one thing, I don't know if you watched this game a whole lot, but like the, the ball goes out of bounds right before we, we foul – Christian Bell gets the PK. Yep. I don't know if you watched the replay. I think it should have been our ball. I think we should be doing the throw and not them. Was it really? Was it that? It's a bit of a. I, I think. I, I think it's my American bias. Like I think my bald <laughs> eagle is talking to me in the back of my head and being like, "Hey, that's our ball. That's our ball." Damn it! Hulk Hogan says it's ours, but you know, honestly, I, I think you're absolutely right. We've got to go out here. We've got to compete with you guys. Mm. Either draw, or just score a shit ton of points and lose, and mm. then yeah, turn by. And beat Iran by a shit ton of points as well. Like it, it's going to be tough. And Friday's game. I mean, this is a big time, man. This is a big game. I feel like my entire lifespan on this podcast has led up to this moment. You know, <laughs> yeah. literally has led up to this moment. England versus USA. Like if the if, if the first half USA turns up, it's going to be a really good game. If the second yeah. half USA turns up, it's going to be a walkover. Mm-hmm. Um, but. You know, if USA lose, you're not at the competition yet because you've got to beat Iran. And that's a, that's a annoying point now. You've got to keep looking at other scores. You've got to look at the Wales Iran score. And if Iran get a point, you're looking good. You're fine because then you just got to beat Iran. But yeah, that's why you've got to win your first game. It's why you've got to win your first game. And that's why teams are pretty happy right now. But I think USA, I think England will win naturally. Um, but I think. USA, I'll have a better performance. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping. Uh, you know, you kind of touched on it earlier. Argentina loses just a jaw-dropping game to Saudi Arabia at five, 5 o'clock this morning, Eastern Standard Time. Like, it's just like, what is going on right now? And a lot of these top teams struggle. Even France struggled today against the Aussie Football Club, Australia mm-hmm. down there. Like, it, it just didn't seem like it was the same France team we thought was going to come in. Maybe it's Qatar. Maybe it's just the pressure. It could be a lot of things going on. But backing up to Argentina, do we think Messi's farewell run, does it get out of group play? 
I I don't know. I will say that in the last World Cup, Argentina also lost their first game. Um, also had a really bad start. So they've been in a position before. And they just know if they win the next two games, they are probably through. Yeah. So it's not alarm stations just yet but if they don't if they do if they got next let me have a look at argentina who have they got next they have got mexico next and that's a tough game if they don't meet beat mexico alarm bells serious alarm bells and they could be Lionel messi could be crashing out one of the second top favorites of this world cup could be crashing out it is crazy it is could be crazy um but yeah we still we still get to see some teams play um Wednesday and Thursday, we get to see, we get to see Germany play, we get to see Spanish play, and we get to see the Belgian play, the Canadians. Those are going to be three good games, three really good games. That's um, awesome. It'd be, yeah. And then Brazil, Serbia, Thursday, we get to see who the favourites are going to be. They're, 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 it's going to be so good, Brazil, genuinely. Genuinely so, so, so good. That's going to be yeah. really good. Uh, uh, all these games, like, before today, I was like, okay, we're going to have some lopsided games. But then mm. later on, we'll get some really good games. Now it's like, holy shit, like anybody can beat anybody. Like this anybody. is like wide open. Mm. I feel like it's different because normally when you prepare for a World Cup, you have a month or a month and a half together. So the team are like really gelled. They really know yeah. they're all on the same page. But this World Cup, they've barely had a week or 10 days. At USA would have. USA were the first team in Qatar, and I think they were there 12 days beforehand or something like that. So this is where it comes into the Saudi Arabian squad. I think pretty much all of the same, all those players play in the same team in Saudi Arabia for the big biggest team in Saudi Arabia, where the Argentine team will play for different teams. So that's a a huge help. So maybe cohesion, maybe chemistry is going to play a big role in this World Cup. I like that. I like that take a lot. You know, it looks like Qatar conditions are as what we thought they were going to be. I mean, hot. It, like hot, fatigue setting in, and then like the outside things looking in, like Budweiser being told, no, we can't sell your product in the stadium. Like, it's crazy. that's wild. And then, oh, yeah, you can support, you know, one love and equality and rainbow flags. And all of a sudden, like, nope, you can't do that anymore. Like, no. I feel like this is the biggest bait and switch by Qatar we've ever seen. And yes, they bought their World Cup. I don't care what you said. I, I yeah. they they bought this World Cup, and they said, "Hey, we'll follow the rules." And now they said, "Well, you can't do shit anymore." They're here, bait and switch. Like, yeah, this is I a mean, bad. This is a tough situation. Said, so, I mean, FIFA, set blatter, fuck this for everybody. Really, yes. fucking tick. Yeah, the twenty. I think I heard so. Heard stat. So the way the World Cup allocation works is that there are certain FIFA representatives put forward by certain countries like USA will have one, England will have one, so on and so so forth. Another 22 people that voted for Qatar, 11 of them have been sanctioned and banned from FIFA. Exactly. I'm pretty sure the American one got, the American guy got banned. I'm pretty sure he, pretty sure he got took a massive, massive buyout oh what is that guy's name i can see his face right now. yeah i can see his face as well but i'm pretty uh, sure big fat dude yeah yep he took a massive payout for I, the I think you're right it is i watched uh fifa uncovered on netflix Ooh, i need to watch phenomenal it. documentary and it goes into all that and it's just like what the fuck are we doing like yeah. come on come on fifa yep. it's 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 so bad hopefully for the moment and for the next month that the football will do the talking but afterwards there's gonna be another deep dive into this and how this just can't happen again. Yeah. This is, yeah, this, this is like the, everybody's worst fear come to realize like, okay, yeah. You, you know, South Africa supposedly paid to get the world cup there. Sure. Okay. They bought mm-hmm. some votes. That's fine. South Africa went off pretty well. This is like everybody's worst case scenario of like, yeah, they, they punked you yep. 100%. I, it's just like the, Talk about the bait and switch about Budweiser. I mean, Budweiser paid $75 million um, to sponsor, sponsor, uh, you know, the World Tournament. But I've got friends out there, and they're still being able to find beer. I don't know how they're doing it, but there is beer out there. 
Yeah, like I think they can sell it on the outside and the fan zones. Yeah, but they can't the, sell it in the stadium. Yeah, unless is, they smuggle it in. I've seen some people smuggle it in. It's very bizarre, and it's yeah, which shows if it's a religious thing, if it's a cultural thing, why is it just the tournaments? Yeah, you know, the prophet didn't write the the you know, uh, the Quran and say, oh, you could have beer inside. You can't have beer inside the stadium, mate, but you could have it. You could have it everywhere else. Fan like, zones, God's okay. Yeah. Stadium. <laughs> You're going to hell. Like, yeah, I agree. It's just like, where has this come from? It is ridiculous. It's, yeah, I'm 100% with you when I saw this. Yeah. It's wild. Hey, we got some great games to look forward to. Anything yeah. World Cup else yet? Oh, then let's just list off the great games that are going to come yeah. up. England, USA, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, three o'clock Eastern time, Friday afternoon. That has to be watched, no matter has what. To. Has to be watched. And then Saturday is going to be a huge, huge day. Poland, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia get a point against Poland. They're pretty much in the next round. Dude, they're in. That's ridiculous. France, Denmark. Denmark need to get a result. Denmark need to win. France win. They're through. Argentina, Mexico. Said it earlier. They've got to get. They've got to win. They win. Lionel Messi is potentially out. And then. And then Sunday, three o'clock Eastern time. I know it's going to clash for NFL, but I have this on the TV just below. You have your red zone and have a TV below and put this on. Spain versus Germany. Oh, it's a fucking tasty one, that is. Dude. It's a fucking tasty one. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, I might have both laptops set up, my phone, yep. it up on the TV, and just to watch all the action on Sunday. Like, it's, it's going to be phenomenal. The best thing about the World Cup is literally, you know, Four games every day, world-class football. It's brilliant. It's so good. Exactly. Just get up early if you're on the Eastern, you know, Eastern Standard Time here. Western, you know, Pacific Time. You gotta get up even more. Matt, what time do you wake up for these games? Well, normal, t- almost normal time, almost. Yeah, first game is at ten o'clock in the morning, so it's pretty yeah. good. It's pretty good to be honest. Yeah, they always. A very good thing about being in Europe. A lot of the sport sports are sort of timed around Europe. All the well, pretty yeah. much all the Formula One is, all the football pr- practically is. So yeah, exactly. No, that's solid. That's the you know as it should be, as it should be. Yeah. Well, we talked about your football. Let's talk about American football here. Mm. Uh, we're gonna talk about college football real quick, Matt. I know college football is not your expertise, mm. but I got faith in it. You're gonna you're gonna lead us to the promised land here. Let's talk about. Well, some, I did some of that actually. Did, yeah, let's go. I love to hear that. Uh, week twelve scores. Illinois, Michigan. Michigan almost got caught looking ahead at Ohio State. 17 to 19. Illinois had a point lead on him and then had to kick a field goal to win it. TCU, same boat, looking ahead at the playoffs, looking ahead at the Big Tail 12 championship. They only squeaked by Baylor by 1 point, 29 28. Number one, Georgia, number 24, UK. UK had him on the rope in the first half, then turned 16 to 6. Still a very close game for a team that should be blowing out the Wildcats here. Uh, USC survives by three points against UCLA. And number six, Oregon survives three points against Utah, 17 points. Like this, these games, we said, hey, watch these games. They're going to be phenomenal. Did not think all five they of these were. games were going to be this close. It's a great advert for college football this weekend was. And yeah. um, I, was, <laughs> I was in a bar in Chicago um, talking to three girls. But in the background, USC versus UCLA was going on. And every time I was like turned around, it was another touchdown. It was an unbelievable game. It was it was a great time. I was drinking tequila out of a hat and watching this game go on. It was <laughs> it was it was sensational. Like what a great game that was. And then Michigan looked so comfortable against Illinois. And then Illinois just out there brought it back. Yeah. It's like they, they took the foot off the gas pedal. All of a sudden, here mm. comes the fighting alumni. Just like, all right, yep. let's stay in the game. Mm. It, it, it's, you know, this week's games that we're going to talk about, huge mm. implications, like huge games to be played this weekend. I think it lives up to the hype of last week. It's like, this is one of the most exciting college football scenes I remember because everybody's losing, you know, a team we didn't even talk about yet that I thought was a shoe in for the playoffs. Tennessee, man. Tennessee. Yeah. Goes down to Columbia and sprints a rattler in the Gamecocks. Just destroyed them. Number five, Tennessee, 38 points. South Carolina, 63 points. This is points. ridiculous game. This is also one at the bar. And it was just like, oh, 
even though they were down 14, the way the points were flowing, like Tennessee could still pull us out of the bag. But yeah, every it was, you know, it was like watching an old classic heavyweight fight, just absolutely yeah. pounding each other, just big shot after big shot after big shot, just taking the blows. And they were just throwing the ball. So it was crazy. It was a crazy game. I love that analogy. I think you're totally right. And, you know, the sad part about Tennessee, you lose your playoff hopes completely. Like, there's mm. no way you're in now. Yeah. And then you lose your starting quarterback. Hayden Hooker goes out with an ACL. Like, just a tough break, a Heisman hopeful. Your, your playoff hopes are dead. Like, Tennessee's dead. Don't put a fork in them. They're done. They're out of here. I mean, They're there's done. no way. Good luck the rest of the way here. That's That's tough. Well, let's look at this week's games. And as I said, it's rivalry week. It's the last week of regular season. There's some huge games. We're going to start with Thursday night's game, Thanksgiving action. If you get tired of NFL, you flip over. You got Mississippi oh, yes, State taking on Old Miss. That's right. Uh, number 14, Old Miss, two and a half point favorite. This is the Egg Bowl. This is the famous, I'm a piss in the end zone <laughs> and uh, then cost my team the game, right? This is, yes. is going to be a good game. Friday, we've got a Conference USA pretty much championship. Game here, number 21, Tulane taking on number 25, Cincinnati. Cincinnati, two-point favorite. Phenomenal game here. Then we have the game, Michigan, number three, taking on number two, Ohio State. Ohio State, seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Sure, they're in the horseshoe, but Michigan's saying, hey, we can beat you two years in a row. Just wait. Number 18, Notre Dame versus number seven, USU, renews their rivalry. USC is a a five-and-a-half-point favorite. They have to win if they think they have a chance and a prayer. And getting in the playoffs and number 12 Oregon three-point favorite against number 23 Oregon State amazing yeah, games go ahead there's, there's so many great games and this there's even more games that have one of this finance list mm-hmm. is this mm-hmm. gonna be a, this is I don't particularly watch college football that much but I 100% will, I think genuinely this week is gonna be playing a new war zone watching college football day the, Dude, the games coming up are so good I mean I do not envy the people who are going to pick the playoffs after this week because I have no idea who you're going to pick. I mean, if Michigan and Ohio State has played really well, do you take both teams? Um, yeah. LSU out or nowhere could sneak in. They're you right know? there on the cusp of it, yeah. They're, you know, UCL, USC could sneak in, you know. And Georgia only just beat Kentucky. You know, if they don't play well against Georgia Tech and then lose to LSU in the SEC, it's just... I do not envy anybody who's going to try and work out the playoffs, but this is some cracking games. Yeah, the game, the, the game is the game this weekend, isn't it? it? Is for once is what everyone's going to be watching. It, exactly, and and you know, I feel like for so long, Ohio State dominated mm. Michigan, mm. and also mm. last year it was like, hold on, Michigan's not the little brother in this thing anymore. Mm. Like, this is going to be a phenomenal game. There's so much to play for. I think you're right. I was talking to my boy Kelsey on, and we're just like. What happens if, like, LSU loses, if Georgia fumbles the bag here, mm. if, you know, in, let's say, Michigan and Ohio State, the winners decide by one point or overtime? Like, it's it's crazy. Like, I mean, T- TCU should be fine this weekend to play in Ohio State, but I'm pretty sure we all said that about Baylor last weekend. So, it is. <laughs> I, I love actually, this is actually a great season for college football because how many times have we been in this situation in the past and we've gone, and we looked through the list and gone, oh yeah, easily Alabama, easily Clemson, easily Ohio State. Exactly. You know, it's I feel like this sort of weekend's going to be like sort of red zone way. It's like you're watching it and then, oh my God, Oregon just scored a touchdown and oh my God, you know, Iowa State just scored a touchdown against TCU. It's going to be brilliant. You've got to keep cutting to the different games. I totally agree yeah. with you. Uh, they, yeah, they just announced the college football playoff rankings for for this week. Your top four stays the same: Georgia one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, TCU four, LSU. Who you just talked about is at number five. USC is at number six. I mean, you're talking about if USC loses Notre Dame, they're dead done. Yeah. Ohio State or Michigan blows out the other person, they're dead. They're done. LSU swipes up there, and what's what happens if LSU beats Georgia in the SEC championship? Like, there's so much madness that can come in these next two weeks, and. I'll, I'll mention it because she's not on tonight, but South Carolina destroyed the number five Tennessee. If Clemson destroys South Carolina, are Clemson in are Clemson in the conversation? Yeah, now you're like, oh shit, like these guys are for real. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just nice not to talk about uh, Alabama. Yeah, and for once, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I love it. 
Cool. Yeah. Right. That's all college football talk we got. It's going to be amazing. Even Matt's going to tune in between World <laughs> Cup games. We're going to tune in. You guys, let us know who your winners and losers are. And uh, maybe we'll put some big money on some of these guys mm-hmm. this weekend mm-hmm. and hopefully make some money. Who knows? Let's talk some NFL here. This is what all people came to pay for. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's talk about some Thanksgiving. And, man, you know, we, we miss Devin. RIP, we pour some out for you every week. One day you'll come back to us. We, we're going to get a tarot card reader. And you'll, you'll, you'll speak to us through there. Tim, man, he hasn't been on, and the Lions keep winning. And I think he's doing this shit on purpose now. Because 100%. they're 3-0. 100%. They're, start, they're starting us this week, Thanksgiving game. It's their game. Lions hosting Bills over under set 54. Buffalo, nine-point favorite. I'm pretty sure Tim's thrown his laptop into the Caribbean at this point, so he just doesn't come on here again, and the Lions keep winning. Um, it's all part of his plan. It, I mean, the Lions are above the Packers. This is ridiculous. Get you right where we want you. Never thought, never thought would I see the day where the Packers pick before the Lions. Wow, it is crazy. Um, I would take the Bills um, after saying all of that. Um, I don't think Bills are amazing, actually. I used to think they're amazing, but they seem to have a bit of a weakness. But um, this game's in Detroit, isn't it? It is. Forge Field. So I'm going to take it for the meme ability because it'll be, I'm sure it'll be like the first time a team has won back-to-back in Detroit for like years or something stupid like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. I like that. Uh, Matt, you're, you're right. Like I was ready to call the Bills the cheat code earlier this season. Like mm. You're not touching them. I'm sorry. It's game over. In the past month, they've gone from cheat code to almost fraud level of like mm. they're not as good as we thought they were. And when they, yeah, there's yeah. some injuries and, and there's some other issues going on. I think if they're healthy, it's a different story. It's a different ball game. But there's a lot of glaring issues in that Buffalo defense and offense that we just weren't ready for. Yeah. Um, ever since they threw that game away against the Vikings, I've had a bit of a mm, – that's a bit weird. How have you thrown that away? Exactly. Exactly. And Dan Campbell loves glaring issues. Because after they celebrate a win, they put that hard hat back on and they go right back to work. <laughs> they get their lunch pail, they grab their sledgehammer, and they just grind and make fords, and they just run through people left and right. Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift, man. Lions, give me them. I want yeah. all in on Detroit. Four in a row, baby. Rev those motors. 100%. 100%. And because Tim's not on, so it's just luck for him at this point. Uh, Cowboys, Giants, Cowboys, man, they're feeling themselves. Coming off a huge win against Minnesota, Giants, maybe they're fraud level too. People are ready to give them, mm. like, hey, these guys, these guys are the real deal. We're ready to give them the flowers. They lost big last week. We'll see. 44 and a half to over under Dallas, nine point favorite. Yeah, shout out them boys. Um, they lost to my Packers and then beat the Vikings convincingly. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't have, couldn't have asked for a more gratifying way for the Cowboys. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jerry Jones. Um, the Cowboys are a really good team. Actually, genuinely a really good team. I was incredibly impressed by CeeDee Lamb. He I've never he is that guy. Tony Pollard is unbelievable. But they have, they have Dak Prescott, who is just Kirk Cousins, and Mike McCarthy <laughs> is Kirk Cousins if he was a coach. Um yeah. The reason why the Cowboys lost to the Packers is because of Mike McCarthy, but I'm still going to take the Cowboys. Yeah, I I got to take the Cowboys too. I got to ride with them. I think Giants maybe cover the spread. I think it's a little bit closer yeah, than nine that's points. That's a lot of, lot of points. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take it at Giants points. Yeah, especially with like divisional rivalries here. Yeah, I just think that nine points is a lot, Matt. Like you mm. said, I give me Dallas to win, though. I like the way Mark and Parsons, that defense is playing – I, I think Dax Prescott can get enough done to beat Daniel Jones. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like your takes there. Not much to add to it. Uh, our last Thursday Thanksgiving game, Patriots traveling to Minnesota. 42 is over under. Minnesota two-point favorite. Kirk Cousins in primetime. Does he shut the bed again? Kirk Cousins primetime. Give me the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, jury rest. You know, uh, Patriots coming off a, a big win against the Jets. Sure, no offense to be had there, but Patriots defense yeah. looks legit. Kirk Cousins, primetime once again. I'm just worried 
the Vikings, I don't know. It's not in Foxborough. Yeah. Give me the skull crutch. I'm going Minnesota here. I just got a gut feeling. Yeah, I, I have a genuine feeling the Vikings are gonna somehow win this, but I'm never gonna take the Vikings, so give me the Patriots. Fair enough. It, over under, I might creep toward the under. I don't like the yeah. way offense is playing right now. Yeah. <laughs> Hard. All right. A little Sunday action here. My Bengals AFC championship rematch. Bengals Titans, 42 and a half still runner. Cincinnati, one and a half point favorite. King Henry or Joe Burr, who do you take? Yeah. Um, as I said, absolute specimen of an athlete, Derek Henry. Ryan Tannehill played really well against my Packers, but my Packers are terrible. I'm still going to take Cincinnati. Mm. I Cincinnati, you'll get a bit of you get a bit of really good momentum going your way now, you know? It's what we needed, and, and I misspoke, not the AFC Championship, but the uh, divisional round here. Mm. I, you know, Tennessee 7-3. and three. Let's not slam the door shut on them yet. Joe Burr's going to do it himself. Give me the Bengals. Jamar Chase is back, by the way. Mm. Get ready, fantasy owners. TB12. Don't need a wedding ring so you can free up another ring finger. <laughs> First championship ring. Taking on the Browns, Tampa Bay, three-point favorite on the road, over on a set, 42-and-a-half. I'm going to take the Browns. I don't know, know why. I just – I guess the Buccaneers are coming off a bye, but I just don't think the Buccaneers are as good as they were last, a couple of years ago, you know? Yeah. I, I, I don't hate that take. I actually saw something today that was like – Roger Goodell's the reason Tom Brady got divorced. What? And so, you know, the whole scandal of like Miami Dolphins flirting with Tom of like, hey, come be an owner and a player. You, we were talked about that a few months ago before the season. Yeah. Apparently, Giselle didn't know. And so maybe that was a domino oh, effect shit. to get the divorce started because he didn't, he didn't talk to her about that. And then oh. as soon as that news broke, he missed all his practices. I don't know. I'm just saying maybe it happened. Who knows? I'm kind of believing that philosophy now. Deshaun Watson is practicing with the Browns. He can't start yet. Mm. That takes away reps from Kobe Brissett, and Brissett needs all the reps he can get here. Give me the Buccaneers to win. Fair enough. I'm not touching points, not touching over-under. You never know what teams you're going to get. Mm. Dolphins. Texans, 45 and a half to over-under. Dolphins, 12-point favorite. Tua. He looks healthy, finally. Maybe this yeah. should turn around. Yeah, I think the Dolphins uh, are actually a pretty good team, which is uh, a legit, legit thing. I think they're a good side. You know, they're they're winning the um, AFC East. Yeah, AFC East. Give me the Dolphins. The Texans are terrible, dude. I I like that a lot. I think the Texans. We talk about it every week. There's good pieces there, but the whole team itself is just not good. Mm. Coaching, playing, it's just it's a rough organization, it seems like. The whole vibe of the Texans just stinks. Like you go and yeah. watch when the te- you watch the game when the Texans are playing, you see on red zone, and there's just no one in the stadium. The whole vibe of that place is just, just stinks, you know. I, I like that. The vibe of them is mm. bad. I like that. I like that. Dolphins vibes are high. Give me oh, Miami. Yes. And it's at Hard Rock. I might take the minus 12. I don't know. Maybe I'm feeling gutsy. Maybe it's the same Adam's talking. Who knows, right? Jets, Bears, Fields, looking like the truth. But he's a four-and-a-half-point dog against Zach Wilson over on us at 41. Zach Wilson in some hot water this week. Maybe he's not the starting quarterback. He's putting the blame on everybody else but himself. What do you think? I mean, the absolute arrogance to only score three points and then say – the offense worries is not my fault when you're the quarterback is it's I don't I don't know how I even compare that to his ridiculous statement you can't yeah I, I think the Bears might you with this because there's surely got to be a lot of fallout from the loss against the Patriots I don't want to see the Bears win but I think there's, there's got to be some sort of turmoil a lot of just head crushing and the loss of you know how we're talking about chemistry earlier. It's just surely there can't be any chemistry in the Jets right now. Yeah, like could you imagine being someone on his team and like, yo, you're saying it's not your fault, bro? Like, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> yeah. Especially Man. with, especially when he li- was the limit the Patriots at Foxborough to three points. You've got, you've got 
sorry, to 10 points. Well, literally into the last play. You've got to be winning that game. Yeah, you have to. Like, it's just, man, I don't know. And and Shalea is not convinced that Wilson's the starting quarterback. That's going to create more issues. Fields mm. looks good. I think everybody's sold on Fields like this guy. He can do it with his legs. He can do it with his arms. He just needs pieces around him to make him yep. a little bit better. Give me the Bears to win. Jets have a mediocre rush defense. I think Fields exposes that. Yep. Commanders, Heideke, man. Can he get himself a pair of red and black Jays? He's taking on the Falcons 42s over under Washington four-point favorite. I think the Commanders are a playoff team. Yeah, say it. Say it with that chest. Like, are they an actual playoff? The Commanders are a playoff team. Like, whoa, the Washington Football Club. Give me the Washington Football Give me Taylor Heineke. <laughs> Give me Taylor Heineke. I'm here for it. I will say no, it- one more thing. Taylor Heineke, you drink bush light. Only red flag about yourself. Other than that, your quality. Hey, that's fair. That's fair. I agree. You know, this is wild to me because mm. last year, rewind the tapes. This time last year, we were saying NFC least. None of these teams should be in the playoffs. They should all be dead, done, bury them six feet under. Now we're saying all four of these teams have a chance to make the playoffs. I mean, yeah, 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 100%. Like, the East is a good conference, however. And also, just quickly mention the Falcons in this. You know, they're, they're just a win off winning their division as well, which is ridiculous. It is so wild. This year, it's just so topsy turvy. And, you know, we talk about. Falcons and Commanders being like so close in division, winning at playoff teams, and the Super Bowl champion at three wins right now. Mm, mm. Wild. And yeah. we'll talk about him in a second. Give me Heineke and Commanders. I, I'm with you. If this was in Atlanta, maybe I flipped the script, but they're unre- they're revealing a Sean Taylor statue there mm. in Washington. RIP 21. Oof. It, it, emotional game. Emotional game. Give me Commanders. Broncos, a shout out to our boy Jay Verge taking on the Panthers over under set 36. Denver, two and a half point favorite, even though it's being played in Charlotte. Yeah, how could you only be a two and a half favorite against the Panthers? The Panthers are terrible. The Broncos are also terrible. Um, God, look at that over underline 36. <laughs> it's a soccer score, right? Literally. <laughs> literally. I mean, that is a pawning um, over under. Give me, give me the Panthers, even though I said this shit. I just, yeah, give me the Panthers. Yeah. I, Melvin Gordon gets waived this week, yeah. like yesterday. Of Ports, you know, yeah, he's fumbled a crap ton. But he also came to the locker room after the Raiders lost and started blaring future music. And, you know, Sierra, Russell Wilson's wife, had a baby with future. Maybe Russ didn't like that too much. That's Maybe that funny. led into it. I don't know. That's what reports said. I'm, I'm no funny. inside source. Yeah. That's fucking funny. Give yeah. me Panthers to win here. And if they were the black on black on black, like in that picture right there, oh, that does give me good. Panthers by a thousand. Mm, that does look good. I like the black on black. Ravens, Jags, over set at 43 and a half. Baltimore, four point favorites while on the road. Yeah. Uh, Jags are for boy. I mean, Jags aren't that bad. But the Ravens. Even though they played a bad last week, they're still a good team. You, you could have to take the Ravens in this spot. I, I think you have to. I, I don't know if you saw the report, but 125 uh, violations by Jaguars concession stands, <laughs> like rodents and cockroaches and just nasty things like health issues. Jesus Christ. That's what they've been keeping their O-line. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so if that's what they're giving the fans while they're eating, imagine the, the product on the field. It's definitely going to make them throw up. Give me the Ravens to win. That's disgusting. Yeah, disgusting. I reckon it's they what if they did what a MetLife for the for the New York teams, it'll be so bad. It'll be even worse than that. Yeah, you think so? Oh, 100%. New York's a terrible place. <laughs> Your shot's fired for New York. Sh- sh- shout out to our New York listeners. <laughs> Cardinals hosting the Chargers over and set at 47 and a half. Now we got some points. LA, three point favorite. Call mm-hmm. of Duty still going on though. Big game right now. Warzone. Yeah, think? I'm addi- I'm addicted to Call of Duty. So Kyler Murray must be addicted to Call of Duty. Give me the Chargers. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I 
it's like it started off as a joke and now i'm like this dude is obviously doing something besides watching film and like yeah he's injured but he's been injured since call of duty came out i don't there's a lot of red flags here i'm sorry d hop i'm sorry jj white i have all respect for you but i'm taking air bear in the chargers tough raiders trying to find and dig their way out and to make the playoffs again Seahawks trying to stop them. 47 halves, the over under Seattle, three and a half point favorite. You believe in Gino? Taking Derek Carr. Um, I've I've read something like that. Aaron Rodgers is going to Seahawks. I don't know if the Seahawks even believe in Gino. Give me Gino Smith. Um, I still think the Raiders suck. Yeah. This this is in Seattle. Raiders have won two in a row, but they've rode the coattails of Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. Seahawks defense is going to say, no, 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 I don't think so. I, I had to toss a coin. I'm tossing a coin right now again to make sure my pick was right. I'm going Raiders to win. I don't know. I have a feeling in my gut. Derek Carr makes a late push to make the playoffs here. And maybe it gets Aaron Rodgers in Seattle. Maybe. Who knows? That'd be fun. <laughs> Get rid of him. Um, yeah, ooh. go ahead. Oh, no, sorry, no. I, I just I just reacted to what the next game is. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Rams, Chiefs over under set forty four. Kansas City fourteen and a half point favorite. Rams are the Super Bowl champion. They're the what? defending champion. Yeah, two tutties. That's crazy, crazy. Um, I watched the uh, Chiefs Chargers game while flying from uh, Chicago to Heathrow. Shout out American Airlines for having. Live TV on your flights. No shout out for your food because your food stinks. But that was very cool. That was watching the Chiefs and Chargers play. That was a great game. And I think Chiefs are going to be the best team in the league right now. So give me the Chiefs. Yeah. This is a team that I think we're all like, they lost it. Tariq Hill was with their mm. spark and they lost it at the beginning of the season. Now all of a sudden, I'm like, Chiefs still got it. They're still the dudes yeah. in the AFC, it seems like. Yeah, 14 and a half points. That's a lot. You're of the points. Super Bowl champion. Super Bowl wow. champions. People are saying Stafford should retire. Not even play, just retire now. Cup done for the season with the the ankle injury. It looks like Saunders yep. right there, ninety nine. He has been destroying quarterbacks. Matt Stafford. Mm. I know you used to get blown up in Detroit. I think it's another bad game for you. You're gonna have flashbacks, PTSD of old Detroit. There. <laughs> Give me the Chiefs to win. Saints, Niners, Andy Dalton is quarterback one. Jameis Winston is healthy. He's still riding the bench, though. Over on set 42, San Francisco, eight-point favorites. Jameis Winston is still riding the bench. Um, but according to some people in this podcast, he's better than most of the quarterbacks <laughs> in, in the league. Um, <laughs> hi, Jay. Hi, Tim. Hope you're listening. 49ers starting to look like a good team, like a seriously good team. Probably... Looking like an Edge Gould's 49ers NFC Championship potentially. Give me the give me the Niners. Yeah. Dude, I'm with you. Like this is this season has been so wishy-washy. Like if you play our tapes back earlier, we look like damn fools at this point. Mm. Because 49ers were like, Jimmy G can't get it done. I don't believe him. I don't know. All of a sudden they get Christian McCaffrey. And it's like, oh shit, we know how to play football down here in San Francisco now. Give me the Niners to win. Big minus eight. I'm hammering that. I think they win by 10 or more. Mm. Packers, your boys, take on the Eagles. It's in Philadelphia, 46 and a half, still over under. Philadelphia, seven-point favorite. You've got to win if you're Packers. If you're Eagles, yeah. you've got to win to keep a hold and just a death grip on the NFC. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys, whoever wins out of the Cowboys-Giants and the Packers somehow beat the Eagles, they're already a game behind the Eagles all of a sudden. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's crazy to think that. Um, Packers, uh, Aaron Rodgers' broken thumb. I really don't know what to want from uh, a season. If it's really that bad, if he can't grip it, I mean, his last late throws against the Titans were terrible, genuinely awful. Um, if we lose this and the thumb's bad, start Jordan Love. But okay, give me the Packers. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, you took my bingles, and I feel like I have to repay you and take the Packers. <laughs> you don't have to do a shit. 
I, I just don't know what Packers I'm going to get. Am I going to get mm. this year's Packers or the Packers I'm used to, the Packers I grew up with of just dominance and like, yep, yep. we're going to run the ball down your throat. We're going to let our quarterback mm. throw when he needs to. And we're going to get mm. done. Yeah. This is so tough for me. I, I'm going to take Philly. I'm sorry, Matt. I'm sorry. No, take Philly. Take Philly. Take Philly. I think Jaden Hurts is going to have a cracking time against our defense. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I'm worried about. He's he can just do so much with yep. so little room, and you guys are gonna give him a lot of room. And so I'm I'm curious what he's gonna do. I do either here's what's gonna happen. Either it's a blowout Philadelphia or Packers win a close game. I'm not yep. betting this game, I'm not touching it. Maybe yeah, I'm not gonna touch it. Not even the over under, I'm not gonna touch it. <laughs> Monday night football, Stinksburg. I'm sorry, Pittsburgh. Taking on the Colts over us at 39. Indy, two and a half point favorite. I've actually got some mates going to this. Imagine flying from England and this is the game you go and see. That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> what is that about? What is that about? Um, yeah, shout out to my mate Sam, who's a Steelers fan. Um, Indiana Colts are actually favorites to the game. That's hilarious. Uh, I, I don't know who to take here, you know, really, to be honest. Um, give me. Give me Jeff Sunday, but this game is on a Monday, so give me Jeff Monday. Hey, I like it. Jeff Sunday, as a head coach in the NFL, undefeated on a Monday, question mark. Maybe it happens. Maybe yeah. this is it. You know, I, I think Pittsburgh threw everything they had at Cincinnati, and they, they, just, they don't have enough horses in the barn. Mm. I do think the Colts do have enough to get it done. Give me Indy to win here. Uh, yeah, I – I'm not touching this one either. I'm not betting it. I'm mm. telling myself that now come Monday afternoon, I might change my mind. But Fitz, he's watching long from up there. He says, don't forget Aaron Rodgers' back-to-back MVP. Fitz, no one forgot. If his thumb's broken. How could he throw a ball with your thumb's broken? Yeah. Yeah. That's all I can say. Uh, well, that's it for this week's episode. We've got a random question. Matt, you had a good one. You want to save it or you want to you let it rip? Nah, let's, let's give it a go. I love so, it. After going to Chicago, amazing city, incredible city, great food, great bars, great skyline, great a great city. But it's sports teams, all of them absolutely suck. Mm. Are all of them are horrendous? So my question is, name another great city where all of their sport teams absolutely suck. The one that comes to mind is New York, but they're good though. What now? Now all of a sudden, right? But then you get the Jets, and I guess technically they play in New Jersey, but like the Rangers, they're fifty fifty. Giants are good, terrible. The Giants, yeah, that was the first one that came to mind. The one that really sticks out to me is Los Angeles, L.A. Yeah, I look at the Clippers, yeah. I look at the Lakers. All the money in the world can't buy them a championship. The Rams, yes, they won the Super Bowl last year, but what have you done this season? What have you done before that? Uh, the Chargers, inconsistent. Exactly. LA Kings on hockey, not very good. Mm. I'm gonna say LA. That's that's the pick I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna say um a Southern City. I don't know how good that other teams are, but New Orleans. Ooh, okay. Yeah, Pelicans not very good. Yeah, I never heard of them. I just Googled them right now. Never heard of them. That shows how bad they are. And the Saints used to be good, but I would say Sean Payton and Drew Brees have absolutely stunk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a few I, other examples over in Europe. Dublin, uh, great city. No sports teams really that trouble the European stage. Um, I'm trying to think of others. Budapest, great party city. A lot of football teams, but uh, never play in European football. So there we go. Yeah. Hey, I like it. That's a good, solid question. Listeners, watchers, let us know your favorite city with just terrible sports teams or maybe mediocre sports teams. Mm. and uh hey that's gonna do it for the show it's just me and matt but i hope you guys enjoyed us hopefully you enjoyed matt's journey through america we, we talked about earlier and uh we'll catch you guys next week have a have a wonderful time oh yeah i need to do everyone to sign off now don't i see ya in a bit go well hey there you go you know no movie quote for Fitz, but Fitz does give this real quick minneapolis twins T Wolves, Vikings. Even though the Vikings are eight and two fits, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. That's a good, good shout. Good yeah. shout. 
I mean, the Vikings are the worst eight and two team in history. I mean, imagine being eight and eight one and losing forty three. That's tough. Absolutely garbage. Oh my gosh. We, we would we would be the bad boys of Little League. I'm telling you now. <laughs> we would beat the tar out of the other team. I'm just gonna go out and say it. Joey Chestnut has to be on the pub. Has to be. More. Has I mean, to be. has to be. Attic, man. That was, that was a journey. Man, I'm gonna get real theological on y'all. I, I think we're all a little soft and misunderstood. <laughs> I'll just be real honest. <laughs> hey, God, great episode. Just you and me, Matt. But our back hurts from carrying the pub. <laughs> I love I it. I don't doubt it. I do not doubt it. It was fun.